I wonder if you've ever seen a master craftsman or artist employing their craft to produce something amazing. It's always fairly awesome to watch, and that's what we're going to talk about today, so far as your legal career is concerned. This is Chris Hargraves. This is the Tips for Lawyers podcast. Thank you for being here. It is delightful to have you with me. And if you enjoy it, as always, I would appreciate you sharing it, heading over to tipsforlawyers.com slash iTunes, leave a ranking, leave a review, hit the subscribe button and all those nice things that I always ask people to do. But let's talk about honing a craft. If you were to go to a traditional country who wasn't necessarily fully westernized yet, you would find a good number of professions that were still using the apprenticeship model. This is where essentially you go to watch a master at work and you closely watch them and do what you're told. If you were in a traditional Japanese woodworking shop, you might spend a year sweeping the floors, catching glimpses as you could of what was going on. You might be lucky if you actually get that much occasion because it's a long journey to become a master at your craft. One of the things I regularly come across, and I make no claims to being a master of my craft, I should say, but a lot of junior lawyers feel awkward or uncomfortable that they can't necessarily offer as decisive conclusions to clients or boil a matter down to its core issues as quickly, or they can't necessarily knock out a letter of advice as fast as uh, perhaps a senior lawyer can. But unless something is going horribly wrong in the process, generally speaking, that's simply a byproduct of the fact that they are a junior lawyer and they haven't had an opportunity to do those things over and over again. Uh, In woodworking, for example, if you want to make a dovetail, the first time you do it, it's a type of join for those who don't know, um, and it's a bit annoying to cut by hand, but the first time you do it, it's going to take you ages or you're going to get it wrong and you're going to need to fiddle with it to make it fit right so that the end product is actually worthwhile. And you might need assistance. You might need someone to help point out where your technique could do with some help. But as you do it over and over and over and over and over, and if you're paying attention as you do it and reliably seeking to improve the way that you do it as you go, then after a little while, you will find that you can actually do a very good dovetail joint without necessarily needing assistance and without needing as much time as you did the first time. And you can produce a high quality of product in less time as you start to master that craft. The same really goes for everything. The same goes for me recording this podcast. The same goes for recording videos, letters of advice, sitting in client meetings, going to court. All of these things require practice. And beyond practice, though, they require you to be not just going through the motions in your day-to-day activities, but looking critically not criticizingly, but critically, at what you're doing, how you did it. How did the process you went through to achieve the outcome you achieved feel to you? Did it feel like it went smoothly? Did you feel like you spent too long on a particular task? If you did, why? 
Was it because you weren't sure what you were doing? Was it because you didn't get the assistance you required? Was it because the task you were delegated was just very difficult? What is the opportunity out of every task that you have to do that task better or faster next time? And this is the process of honing. So we're using a lot of woodworking analogies today, and I apologize for that. But honing a blade is the part where largely you have gotten the bevel. So blades have a flat part and a bevel. Any sharp object is simply the meaning of two flat surfaces. I'm sure you know this. And if you've read Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, you've probably read the sharpening the saw analogy, and you know lots of things about that. The point is this. You can get a large way towards being a competent lawyer fairly quickly. It may take you a year or two, but in the overall scheme of things, that's not too bad <laughs> for a 40-year career. For you to master those, say you've done four years of uh, intellectual study at law school, you may have done a year or two of practical legal training in whatever form your jurisdiction has, and then you're a lawyer. It may take you a year or two after that, once you throw in a bit more in the deep end, to start to rough out the shape that your career is going to take. But honing is the process that takes place after that. So you may have written 25 letters of advice and you might be feeling that on that particular topic, you know, I can generally do that fairly okay now. I know what I'm doing. I know how to, how to go about doing it. I know, for example, how to plead a debt claim. I know the elements of it. I know how to use the precedent effectively and I can do it in a good time. I am efficient at it. But beyond efficiency comes honing. How can you make it better? How can you improve the process or the product that takes it beyond just done and into something that is excellent? And that is what distinguishes a master craftsman from someone who is not. They take a product and it has that extra something in it. Maybe their language, and we're talking about lawyers here, it's a big metaphor, remember? Maybe their language is different or unique in some way. Maybe their expression is concise but compelling. Maybe they can write in a way that is incredibly persuasive. Maybe their legal knowledge is particularly comprehensive and astute. All of these things required dedication and effort to get to, and certainly they require time. You can't really speed the process up too much but you can speed it up more than a lot of people appreciate. I think a lot of young lawyers consider that simply by virtue of attending each day, they will naturally improve. And that will happen to some extent, but you won't get to the point of master craftsman if you don't spend additional time and effort reflecting on how you can hone your skills. Where are the areas for improvement? What are the additional resources you could be using? What are the strategies that you need to employ to ensure that your career is being propelled forward at a greater rate? And this is what I want to encourage you to do today, which is don't just accept turning up to work as the only strategy that you have available to you. There are many more strategies available, and I encourage you to look into them. What books are available for you to read? If you do read a book, are you implementing the acceptable strategies in that book? I'm not one who's going to tell you that every single book out there should be implemented. Otherwise, you end up like Oprah and you just recommend everything. And if you did all of those things, then you'd probably go crazy and you'd stop practicing law. But you can take away nuggets. 
You can take away nuggets from everything you hear and you can implement them. It's the implementation that has a tendency to go astray. And we end up in a world of what ifs or if onlys. Gee, I wish I had time to dot dot dot. Gee, I wish I could get on to dot dot dot. Well, make the time. Learn the strategies. Adopt the habits. Do the things. It may be that you go through a season where that is impossible, but that should not be your career. Your career should not be filled with uh, days which have no margin for improvement in them. Because I think that's a fiction if you're telling yourself that. And I think you need to step back a little bit, zoom out a bit on your career and go, hang on, how do we get to this point where I constantly feel derailed and I'm not having the opportunity to hone my craft? Because the benefit of honing is that you end up with a sharper instrument to use. And sharp instruments in the hands of a good craftsman will produce a greater product at the end of the day. So this is a client service mechanism. If you want to serve your clients better, you need to hone your craft. If you don't want to serve your clients better, then just keep going through the motions. That's the choice I put before you today, and that's where I'm going to leave it. This has been the Tips for Lawyers podcast. Head over to tipsforlawyers.com slash iTunes, leave a review, hit the subscribe button, do all those nice things. I appreciate the time you spent listening to this, and I will see you in the next episode.